Barbican Success. Brought to you by Craig Charles of Crown Cuts Academy, JC, Johnson City, that is, and Crown Cuts Academy, Bristol, Virginia. And now also Proficient Nail Academy, downtown Johnson City. Spreading love is the Tri-City way. But hold, pull that back. Rewind. Spreading love, the only way is the Crown Cuts way. We got a banging episode today. We're going to talk about nutrition. But before we do that, I'm going to bring in my homies from the left. Okay. Here he pointing them out. I know. That's like a, what's that? That's like a, that's aggressive. That's an aggressive so, point. I know. Like, you could, Bill Clinton did a thumb. He do like, <laughs> like that. And my fields, and my your barber, Marion, Virginia, and my barbershop. Uh, Jordan Barr from Bristol, Tennessee, 423 Studios. Hope you're having a good day. Yes, sir. And I guest, introduce yourself, guest. Are you hey, nervous? I'm nervous. Yeah. What? I'm a little nervous. Put you in the spot. Introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Wendy. I am the owner of Alpha Workspace. I am a local author. <laughs> so you're welcome. You're in front of a local author. Oh, okay. big time. Um, I also am a cake artist. I make um, vegan cakes. My whole business is based on plant-based eating, um, whole food eating, um, healthier eating alternatives, what I like to say about them. So we're going to intersect and put both okay. of those together. I just found out something interesting. Am I? We're in 80 how many countries now? Let me look with Mitch's text so I don't get corrected again. Oh, man. I think it was, let's see, 85 countries. 85 countries around the world. Shout out to Barbara College Success. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> the crowd noise. 85 countries. I couldn't even name 85 countries. 85 countries. How do you feel about that? That's crazy. Honestly, I didn't even know that was 85 countries. I ain't gonna watch. There was eighty five countries. I didn't. I can't name I didn't countries. I didn't. I can't. Okay, so I'm saying I can't name all. But I mean, but think about that. How much we've grown. How much we're spreading around the globe. Eighty five countries. I mean, it's 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 weird. It's hard to fathom. We need to we need to visit these countries. That'd be. Lit. I know. Get on tour and do like a show. That's what I'm saying. That'd be dope. So our top countries again. Wendy could. Can get us on tour at Honduras. We go to Honduras. Which, that, that was the last. How <laughs> ironic is that? That's on the list. That was the last one on the list today. Yeah, and that's where Wendy's from. We're about to get an extra percent after today. <laughs> but thinking about the United States, the UK, Canada, Australia, Australia, and Iceland. That's our top five countries. Check it out. That is impressive. Yep, Germany's creeping up on them. Germany, oh, Germany, Germany, Puerto Rico's creeping up. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Wait, wait, we we spreading love around the globe. We got some Dominica out here too, man. Shout out! But but seriously, what do you think about? it? you think that's impressive? I think that's dope, bro. As as far as that we came from the beginning, which I mean, you was already starting before I came, but still, just. From the point I started to now, it's, it's amazing. So what, what do you think about that when, when you hear that, just hand that, the reach that we have? What do, you, what do you think about that? To make you more nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that um, we all have to start somewhere. Right. Um, and I commend you for being able to get to 85 countries or, you know, your crew and stuff. So. Yeah, we just celebrated 150 episode like a um, couple of episodes ago, three episodes ago. Hmm. And that was a big milestone for us. But today we're going to talk about vegan food. <laughs> so how did you become interested in vegan cooking? And what made you decide to pursue the, that profession? Well, first I want to shout out my parents' country, Honduras. 
Um, that's where they're from. So we were saying it wrong the whole time. Honduras. Well, Honduras. I'm, I'm Hispanic. So I say it how I <laughs> you say it. got to roll it. Um, but the reason I'm mentioning that is because the inspiration to what I do comes from Dr. Sebi. Okay. Which there's a whole... He is from Honduras, right? He is from Honduras. I didn't know he was from, I didn't know he was from See, there. He's most from people Honduras. think like... And which is... Most people only think that like dark, there's no dark skin in Honduras. Mm -hmm. And that's... No, yeah. there's there's a whole... Obviously, there's a... We're all mixed. Um, right. I don't want to say this might be mean, but us Latinos were considered mutts because we kind of come from everywhere. Uh -huh. But we definitely have um, African, Afro-Latinos is what it'll be called. So. African descent. Yes. And then Big. Dr. Savi is African. He, he was born in Honduras, but he mm. is from African descent. So. Right, right. Mm, so that's major. Shout out to all the Honduras barbers out there. Check us out. Send us a message. Send us a shout out. And if you out there and you're Honduran, Honduran barber, would like to get on the podcast. We'd like to get you on. We'll do an interview with you and put you on. I mean, in celebration of, of Miss Wendy, but that's big. So you said, Doc, I, I didn't think, I, yeah, that, that is true. Do you know who Dr. Sevy is? Jordan, I don't, I don't think so, no. <laughs> I feel like the, pop, the population will probably know about him through Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey. Um, before he passed, he was trying to put out a documentary on him. Oh, so, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, nah, nah, yeah. So that's the culture brought him back through i think nipsey brought that back but dr sebi is like from way back when the 80s mm -hmm. um pretty so great I, philosophers the most interesting fact i heard about him was he was taken to the supreme court by i don't know i think it was pharmaceutical companies about curing aids and cancer yes. and that and they he actually won that case mm -hmm. wow yeah. and that's not even out there no i mean he's well this is what they say like i mean that he cured this is a back that that case was back in the eighties, I believe, or late eighties, um, when where HIV was high, mm -hmm. and yes, he cured a bunch of people. People came and testified, agreeing that he did cure them through the food, which is what um, inspired me to become the chef that I am right now. Right. Mm. So, so I'm gonna relate this to barbering and just anybody in this college, just really any student. So. You know, many students are like live on a tight budget. What are some affordable, accessible vegan ingredients and recipes that students can try? It's a good question. Um, first of all, you should not buy the vegan products that say vegan uh -huh. ones at the store because those are the expensive ones. Right. And that would be considered more like a, a junk vegan, like a junk food vegan, I guess. Because Almost processed. Those are so processed. Um, people always ask me, like, is it is it, is it expensive to be, and I don't want to say vegan, I'll say plant-based or whole, whole food okay. um, eating. I'll correct myself. No, it's fine. <laughs> um, just because I think whole foods, it's you're eating literally vegetables and fruits and you're creating things out of them or like nuts or or legumes or however you say it. Um and you're just creating things out of food, like right. legitimate food. So. Because one of the key things that I, me and Emma was talking about is um, the longevity of barbers. Um, we have a really good industry, and one of, the, one of the key things in longevity is nutrition and exercise. So by you coming on this podcast, it gives the casual observer or the barber who's looking for some nutritional advice and options to get on track. Mm -hmm. And because I know it's difficult sometimes because as a barber, we tend to try to grab something quick, like a milkshake, a milkshake, go to a fast food joint, burger and fries or something like that. But there are options out there for you. Jordan had to drive to the barbecue spot right down the road. That place was lit. Yeah, I'd walk would... there as soon as I get down to the appointment, walk down the street, come right back, eat, and then next to the appointment. That's, that's just, 
That's your plan, baby. I've been on yeah. this journey for a minute, though. I mean, I'm trying to get. I, I'm fluffy now, but I'm I'm less fluffier than I've been Man, a year I'm trying, ago. I'm trying to get right. <laughs> so, so what kind of um, ingredients do you recommend for someone on a budget? Well, we're in a room full of men, uh-huh. and I would say men think differently when it comes to food. Right. And that's kind of like a stereotype. Okay. Even through Doctor Seven, he's a man, and he highlights how eating specific foods in general just create this healthier inside, which right. then can create a healthier outside. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say that obviously the industry has put on how, and this is all, you know, a bunch of men in here, but like Are you um, good? how meat, Talk is, your stuff. meat is meant to like give men power and like and give protein. protein and like muscles. But there's a man like Dr. Sebi or Dr. Aris Latam, which is a Panamanian um, philosopher. He's also still alive. He's in his seventies and they were, physically great or he is um dr aris is still alive um they look physically great like they're they're constantly eating fruits um they're also from the tropical area so they're they have access to fresher foods um plenty of vitamin d yes and and, right in the sun and um also culturally like you know black communities and hispanics were mixed so we have melanin right um meaning we need sun we need the sun so in this specific area, I had to kind of readjust how to eat also because we we lack sun in the winter months. Right. Um, so to answer your question, I would say that there's no one thing I can tell you. Right. I feel like everyone has a journey with food. I know I've had my own journey um, just being here. I come from Miami, so I'm, I'm used to the sun. Being here, I had to get used to the winters. And I had to kind of change my diet in the winters too. Okay. So I can't, that, that's a kind of like a hard question to answer because there's no one or two things to, to give you. So, so what, what can you, what kind of tips you can offer then for, to, to maintain? I mean, I intermediate fast a lot, meaning okay. I don't, I wake up, drink a lot of hot water or with lime or a tea. Um, and I don't eat for, let's say from like six to about 11. That's mm-hmm. a good way to start. That six in helps. the morning to 11 at in the... And the, um, yeah, in the morning, like okay. like lunchtime. Um, that would be one way you can kind of start is intermediate fasting, which you're allowing your body to kind of like digest or detox things that you're probably, your body already has. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for students it's hard, especially after studying and stuff. But for me, that's something that helps me. And that's why I tell people like you have to go through your own journey with food. Like you have to kind of have to discover what works best for your body type too and your like ethnicity and your background and stuff. What about alcohol? No alcohol. <laughs> alcohol. I mean, alcohol in general is a depressant. Um, I know when I drink alcohol, I, I still drink alcohol. Um, I know the next day I don't feel my best, especially because I do eat a certain way already. So I think my body rejects it because it just right. knows it's not good for me. So it's, again, it's, a, it's like an individual journey. And you said something interesting. Drinking warm water and lime. What does that do for you? So in Ayurveda science too, and Dr. Sebi will speak on this as well, um, it just basically helps you digest your body in the morning. It helps you, you're dehydrated when you're sleeping. When you wake up, you need something to hydrate you. Um, so drinking this kind of helps you flush out whatever mm-hmm. is in there, which meaning your bowel movements. Um, and it just kind of helps your body wake up in a way it's supposed to, I guess. Right. Um, instead of like rushing and getting like a heavy meal, like I know in America we're, we're big on like, like eggs and like breads and meats in the morning. And through these philosophies, they believe that this is not the way to eat. It mm-hmm. kind of slows you down instead of waking you up. But again, these are all like my versions of it in a way. 
and what I've learned, my research, and that's why I'm like I'm looking at all of these men. No, <laughs> you're good. Playing, like what she's telling me. Nah, I'm, it's dope. Like yeah. I think like this content, this content, <laughs> right. this is amazing to listen to. And then like in my mind, my question is okay. So to where where would I go to get this crash course? Where is a place that I can go and get the basic information? Like, do you have any suggestions? Maybe run across some. You're an author. Maybe there's a book. I was listening to where, where, I was listening where, to like where, a murder mystery. Where, 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 where we gonna get into that? That book at the end. Oh my bad. Because she do got a. She, she remember she said she's a world-renowned um, writer, <laughs> local author. <laughs> so, but but that's a good question though. So, how can you incorporate more plant-based meals into your diet? Because it's not something that you can just do overnight. You can't. So I did. <laughs> yeah. Just cold turkey, like boom. I'm well, stopped. I would say definitely. Um, Again, because we're in a room full of men, um, there's a specific documentary called Game Changers that highlights vegan. I've seen, I've seen that. It's it's really based on um, plant based eating for mm-hmm. athletes, especially because men are more athletic. They're just built that way, um, and it shows you through history how many athletic people were vegan or plant based, and how their performance was like higher than people that ate probably meat or processed food or something. Yeah. The goat Tom Brady is probably one of those. He had to be. He just looks like he, he's I don't vegan. I think he is. Vegan. Like Chris Paul, I just learned he is vegan. He just became vegan. Like not the he need to do something. <laughs> <laughs> his knees, bro. His knees and his ankles. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. But that's one way to kind of get started, which is how I learned about it back in college. My I took a nutrition class in college in 2010, and they had us like watch certain documentaries on food, and that was one of them. Um, not not that one. Excuse me. It was Cowspiracy, I think, and the Super Size Me movie. So. I would say a good way to start is watching some documentaries. If it interests you, there's a bunch everywhere. Um, another way would be, obviously, like I mentioned, Dr. Sebi, um, YouTube. There's a bunch of videos on Dr. Sebi. Um, there's videos on Dr. Aris Latam. His, uh, he's actively on Instagram as well. So he's always going live, speaking on food. Um, he talks about, like, instead of water, he drinks coconut water because he just feels that's just more nutritious. But mm-hmm. again, these have been people have been doing it for, like, a, over 50 years. So Did you go to school for nutrition? I did not. I originally went to school for baking and pastry, Johnson & Wales in Miami, um, because I wanted to become a cake artist, which I did. <laughs> and then I, so that was my like school lean. And then this whole food thing kind of came about um, after like 2015, 2016 when I went vegetarian. So, so, so what, do you, what, what do you think, Jordan? Have you ever thought about that? Eating clean? Do you ever think about eating clean? Uh <laughs> I've tried. I've tried. I've ate at a vegan restaurant before, and it was good. It's really good. I mean, it's, was, this is a vegan restaurant in Asheville. It's called Laughing Seed, I think. Laughing something. I don't Laughing know. Seed. It is? I worked there for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I was the vegan pastry. I mean, the, the food is amazing, man. I'm like, I have when I go there, I get this um, like pastrami sandwich. It's made out of like um, sweet potato. Mm. Yeah, so it's good. That's that like, good. Yeah. That is like one of the best sandwiches I've ever had. One thing I, thinly sliced sweet potatoes. Uh, one thing that I just seen, because um, I, I, when Doctor CB came out with the whole Nipsey Hustle thing, I went down this whole, you know, spiraling whole dark hole of this conspiracy things and all this stuff. So it seemed like there was a lot of supplementing. So do you find do you have to supplement a lot with with vegan being a vegan, or do, is that something that? What do you think? So I don't. Okay. Um, like I said, I been vegetarian since 2016 kind of more on alkalines but so this is alkaline plant-based eating which is what dr sebi teaches mm-hmm. and this is based on the afro biochemical chemical that he believed in 
um kind of like we all came from africa so he's like this is the original way that we're supposed to be eating um i, I would say that i for me living here i come from like i said i come from miami so i'm, I'm used to having the sun year round but living here had been hard the first summer i mean first winter here because i was specifically only eating alkaline food let's say and i had to relearn how to eat in the winter right because that's kind of dr Se uh, dr sebi is in the tropical area mm -hmm. so it for me no i haven't ever really supplemented anything um because i didn't ha i don't have to i guess my body again i got used to it so i, I kind of like if i feel a certain way i just kind of know what to eat i think my body would just tell me what to eat at, at that point so and and so let's clarify it. There is a difference between vegetarian and vegan. Yes. What's the difference? So being vegetarian, that means that you're still eating cheese, eggs, dairy. That's it. You're not eating fish. You're not eating meat, pork, um, what is, um, chicken. Vegan would be, or plant-based would be your, there's no dairy at all. No, okay. no meats at all. So that, to simplify it, plant-based and vegetarian, really. And it's not vegan. The best word for it is plant-based because you'll be able to decipher it quicker and understanding that once it's from the plant, once it's from the earth, once it's from the ground, it's really more natural and organic. Yes. Opposed um, to having cheese and other processed stuff that people... So as far as like vegan cheese, is that plant-based? No. <laughs> I don't use that. <laughs> um, that's because it's, it's made probably maybe sometimes the cheeses they make now are made with cashews. Mm -hmm. But if it's in the store, they're probably like done with something that has some sort of process. That's why it's at a, at a shelf, let's say. But for me, like I make everything from scratch. Like I'll make a cheese out of like butternut squash or something or out of sunflower seeds. But to answer the original question that I've been trying to answer about students, how they can even get started. That's a, I would say that something Dr. Arius Latam says, he's, he says that we don't, we don't dedicate time to cook anymore, which is on the go all the time. And I understand barbers have to do that. That's kind of like your industry. Um, or students have like... Beauticians, nail yes. techs. Yes. Like, yeah. yeah, like, right. Cos yeah, everybody. So, Estheticians. Right. So you guys are always on the go all the time. So for me, I think to be able to eat a certain way clean, um, just dedicate that time, like at least once, maybe once once a week where mm -hmm. like you set that day to specifically prep for the week. Um, I tend to prep a lot. I mean, naturally that's just what I do, but I, under, I, <clears throat> it helps me, <clears throat> it helps me, um, be able to have a, a meal all the time. Right. And I have a five-year-old. So with him, I don't always have the time technically. So I prep a lot. Right. It just helps me mm -hmm. kind of like still eat clean and I have to run to the store if I get like hungry, not like snack on chips. I have just so, always something to eat. So just prepping your meals um, beforehand, at least once a week, I would say would probably be the easiest way to be able to eat a, a, a specific way. That's kind of like your, you know. Goal. What's your day? You said that, that you have a day or is that like multiple days or how's it work? So <clears throat> you're good. <clears throat> so for me, I, I feel like I, Const I'm constantly prepping something. Like today, I made a raspberry jam at my house, and that's like it's gonna last me for two weeks because my son loves peanut butter jelly sandwiches. Um, I I don't have a specific day because I dedicate time to cook, but that's me, <laughs> and I do have a job and I do have other things going on. But that's just how it works in my household. So something that's came to mind. Um, so like prepping, if you have a food that's probably you think that the shelf life on that food is getting ready to leave, prep that food. Yes, absolutely. Like, I don't know. Because um, it helps. Yeah. Instead of waiting, because uh, I know one of my friends, she always talk about 
her and her and her household they don't waste food no i'll freeze things before they go bad like if my basil's going like brown i'll freeze it because uh-huh. i can then blend it of some some into something you know like, right so be um be creative yes right yeah. yes i get that that makes sense I mean, and, and those little tips like that kind of help because sometimes people have like some bananas and they're like, they're just like, they'll just toss them. And you could probably use like bananas at their stage where they're about to evaporate. You could probably use that to make a banana bread or something. You can, yeah. Um, you can definitely freeze them. Um, I, so I don't use bananas <laughs> um, because through Dr. Sebi's philosophy. No, no seeds, no seeds. No, no seeds. seeds no anything, seeds. Then, any fruit that has no seeds, he's like, don't eat it. But eat there are some bananas with seeds I've seen them. I like bananas. Bananas. <laughs> I didn't know we can't rock with, but you can't rock with bananas. I mean, he, he talks about burro bananas, which are meant to be the original banana. Which, I, I think I heard about that. Yeah. yeah. So those are you can find locally here at Spice World. What is it called? Some, um, burro bananas. B U R R O. What do they look like? They're just smaller. <laughs> they look like bananas, correct? What they look like? <laughs> they, they they're green and then they turn, you know, yellow. But I know, but I did see somewhere where a banana had a seed. I mean, you I, you tell me where that because I don't know where that is. <laughs> I, I see some of the sex and bananas later. I mean, okay. I probably did too. I ain't gonna lie to you. What? But I thought banana had You thought seeds. banana had a seed in it? I didn't yeah. think that they had a seed. I just heard someone say yeah, it. I, I, thought they, I thought they did. Nah. I, I just ate it. I didn't even look at it really. Let's <laughs> see how the raw the podcast is. That's what it's about. <laughs> raw information. That's what's up, though. I always had a thought like with, with the, the, the plant based eating, like biblically, when we. In my perspective, from my religion, but like from what I believe, uh, of course, there's a Garden Eden, there's Adam and Eve, and then God said, tend to the field and take care of the trees and things. We didn't eat meat at that time. Before before the fallout of man, before we before we had to, you know, that was actually probably easier than to wait on things to grow because then we had to till the world. Because in the Garden Eden, we just had fruits and vegetables everywhere. But then when we had to start growing stuff ourselves, it's like, okay, I can wait for this corn to grow or I could go bust that rabbit real quick and then go <laughs> get something to eat. You know, and like I th- maybe out of necessity, the human beings started eating meat. You know, that's that's, that's a thought that I had. Because uh, like I said, when I went to the, the Dr. CV, uh, Sebi, like spiraling hole when everything happened, like that's one thought that I had. Like it made so much sense because we weren't originally designed to eat meat as human beings so i mean we've definitely evolved as humans obviously um historically whether everything has evolved us so this was like talking about like adam and eve time this was like way back when um so much has changed but yes dr sebi believes and dr adisa tamdu believe they both believe that the earth um can nourish us we don't need to do all this extra stuff so, so pronounce that guy's name again. Everybody knows Dr. Sebi. The other guy, slow it down and pronounce Sorry. his name. <laughs> She's flowing. Dr. Aris Latham. He's from Panama. Okay. He's, a, he's another black Panamanian. Um, speaks Spanish. Lives in Panama. He's still alive. He's on Instagram. Um, he's actively... Oh, he has... Um, what's it called? The retreat. Specifically for... Oh, he, he does raw food. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. So yes. it's these, these specific men... No have, seasoning. Hmm? No seasoning. No, 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 of course. No cook. cooking. <laughs> no cooking. That's what that means. Oof. But hey, he's a... It's, yeah, it's a... That's tough. It's, I think when I... Eating the squash raw. Well, no, you can dehydrate stuff. There's there's ways. It's just... <laughs> it's, 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 I mean, I've done raw foods, and honestly, it's not that hard. So here's the question, though, right? I, I love sweets. We all love sweets. And... Plant-based, you think about sweets like um, like mangoes, dates. But 
how healthy can you make like a cake or some type of pastry or just plant-based? Or it's not going to be as healthy as... Uh, uh, you you, you, you kind of see the question I'm getting at. Well, to begin, I would say that the reason why we're craving sugar, there's an underlying reason why we're craving sweets. Mm -hmm. And it has nothing to do with like wanting it. It has to do with an internal... Something right. internally wants us to get that sugary item. Right. Because we, we have access to it. Right. Like back, like you said, back in the day, mango, like you said, dates, those were our original... Dates are far. Um, desserts, if anything, but man-made desserts, right? So I remember um, one day, right, true story. So Amhai was at the grocery store, right? And he said, guess what I'm getting? <laughs> I said, dates. He's like, how do you know? <laughs> I was like, it was so random because I was like in the grocery store. I couldn't be anywhere in the grocery store. I could be, I'm going to talk about Food City. There's so many aisles. And I'm in the, I'm in the vegetable section. I said, Craig, guess what I'm about to get? And this man, I'm, I'm, they got it in my hand. I'm like, how does this do I'm looking around on my shoulder. Sometimes he'll show up to Marion randomly. And I... <laughs> Just knock on my door. What are, what are dates? What, what do they look like? It's like prunes. They're, yeah, they're like prunes. Big um, prunes. They're, they're prunes. They're usually they're have seeds, but they're sweet. They're naturally sweet. Um, they're prunes. good. They're you can get good. under the bananas. They have them. <laughs> usually, that's where they keep them. If you go to Food City, right under the bananas where they keep the dates. They yeah. got to answer your question about cakes and stuff, um, because I like so I make cakes and I know that the world needs cakes. We eat cakes. The world for, what the world needs now is cakes. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, kids love cake, and yeah. that's what we're used to as a society to celebrate with a cake for the most part. Um, just alternatives as far as sweeteners. And so it, I would say that anytime you try to switch something out, mm -hmm. it's gonna have either a different texture, a different like flavor and as something like i said when you start developing this internal like process with the food that you're eating your body kind of gets used to it and it starts rejecting things um right. it starts accepting things so if you're here trying to um alternate your sweetener like let's say i use agave and date syrup also when i when i make stuff um it's just you, your body is like just getting used to it so it's a process i'll mm -hmm. say uh, everything is a process with your body um you i would say you still can have cake but Again, for because I know you like cake. Moderation. Moder not moderation. Just knowing that at that moment, which is why the cakes that I make have still pure cane sugar. I use regular um, all-purpose flour. I do use like flaxseed um, to make the egg alternative. But the intention I have is it, this is only for the let's say this birthday. And that's it. That's for that one day. So right. eating with intention too kind of helps um, understand like your body understand like, right. what you're putting in it. <clears throat> eating with intention. You can't have, can't have a birthday cake every month. No, I mean you can, but you're eating. <laughs> Whether you go to other people's birthdays. But they also like well they say in also in Ayurveda science, which is what another inspiration that I got my my the way that I cook. Um, they believe that. When you eat with intention, like if you say, I'm going to eat this burger, like you said, as a barber, you go and eat this chicken down the street or whatever, and you're going to, and you know in the back of your mind, like, oh, this is going to affect me later, it's full of grease, whatever, it's going to affect you. It's like a, like, kind of like in your mind, like you're making it real that's going to affect you later. But in Ayurveda science, they believe that if you eat knowing it's going to, like, almost like pray for it, you're praying for your food. Mm -hmm. You're kind of saying, like, this is going to nourish me. Like, you know it's not the best option, but you know it's going to nourish you regardless. Um, that's what they say, like, just do that with your food. So with okay. cake, I know it's going to nourish me at this moment for this party with the kids or whatever. Right. So. Yep, yep. How can incorporating more plant-based meals into your diet positively affect your overall health and well-being? 
including mental clarity and focus, which is essential for what we do. Yeah, what you do as humans. Yeah, I, I would say that intermediate fasting, that's just plain lime, water, or, or, or herbs in the morning. That, for me, it kind of um, almost stops my hunger. Mm-hmm. It makes me not hungry, which then helps me... Mo- um, makes me control the way I eat. Because right. if I'm eating, like I said, fast or, or heavy stuff in the morning, I feel like um, physically, mentally, I can probably be a little foggy. Mm-hmm. But with the tea, it kind of helps me clear my mind, start the day off right. And I'm not talking about coffee either. Coffee has other properties that could cause anxiety and all these other things. Um, so I, don't, I try to avoid coffee. But I would say that just it does, it's a journey. So as a woman, we have hormones and we have our menstrual cycle every month. It's a little difficult for us because we kind of have to go through these changes naturally. And I would say that right now I can eat, let's say um, I made him some food. This, this is like chickpeas and butternut squash stuff. Mm. Right now in my, happy, crush that. In, in my happy mood, let's say, quote unquote, <clears throat> it can totally be fine. But tomorrow if I'm anxious and like nervous or something, it might not go well in my stomach. So right. it, again, it's a journey. It's a whole process with trial and error. Yes. Mm. I know, you, Jordan, you said you was trying to eat pl- clean for like, what, two days, a month, three weeks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. I was, uh, and it's it's hard. It's really hard, I feel like. And it's, uh, especially because my problem is, is that I don't know what I should digest for me to feel good, like a certain time, certain things to eat at certain times. And I've heard about intermittent fasting, too. My friend does it, and he said it helps a lot. But, he's, but he still eats. Like he'll do what you said, go from six to eleven, and then that time that you can't eat, he eats bad. He's tearing up everything. Yeah, yeah. But he's apparently it still helps you lose weight, but it's probably still not as effective if you did it the way she That's was talking true. about. Yeah. I mean, I'll fast. The most I fasted for like it was like nine days straight. Yeah, I was going to ask you, do you do long long term fasts? I haven't. Um, I wanted to do like a juice fast at some point. I haven't. So. Yeah, just strictly I just, water. I, not because I don't. Not that I like, can't, I just haven't. I, I would like to. I would still like to. Yeah. For me, when I was fasting, it almost made me just like have mental clarity, just like really raise a sharp focus. And my wife would be like, man, you're not even upset. You're not even mad. I'm like, I mean, you're supposed to be mad if you don't eat. Well, It'll think about food has, every. so I believe that everything has energy. So food has energy. If mm-hmm. you're <laughs> ingesting something, I mean, it's just everything has energy. So mm-hmm. Like I said, that's why like when you're eating the food, like almost pray for it, like ask for it to nourish you because you want it to not give you a foggy mind. You want it to give you that nourishment that where it helps you um, active throughout the day. And fasting is also biblical, I would say, because you talked about biblical stuff. Um, it's biblical in a sense of like it allows you to connect to the source. And that's mm-hmm. another thing I highlight is like spirituality and the way you eat kind of goes hand in hand. You kind of need to have both in order to be able to also be able be able to kind of like have a healthier lifestyle in general because it's not just food because i can eat i can eat clean all the time but like i said something might mess me up and have me all anxious tomorrow and then i'm eating clean but i'm still anxious you know what mm-hmm. i mean so it's kind of like every day you kind of have to go and wake up with some sort of intention of like this is what i'm gonna eat this is what i'm gonna do i have this intention this it's gonna nourish me i'm gonna get this done whatever and i i'm also big on being structured with the schedule so that's another way that I would say for students to kind of have it in their schedule to eat a certain way at a certain time um, and kind of like make sure you're dedicating time, like I said, to eating or, or to, to making food. Mm-hmm. And 
just for me having a schedule just helps me maintain a healthier lifestyle because I know what I'm doing. It um, eliminates a lot of anxiety, a lot of worry, and it just keeps me focused in, in general. So. If there's one thing we need in 2023, it's less anxiety. There's so much going on. <laughs> Again, shout out for a feed spot for ranking us the top 25 podcasts in the world, ranking us the top 25 podcasts in the United States. Shout out feed spot. We salute you. Thanks for our ranking to all our fans in our in our 85 countries. Appreciate that. Um, before we jump into your you being an author, <laughs> where can you recommend? Do you recommend any way anywhere that you can recommend for people to like search or look up certain things as far as foods that you follow or any Instagram pages or anywhere you can go periodicals or newspaper clips or any magazines that you can recommend to kind of. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm still. I have, there's a lot of people I follow on Instagram. If I can give out my yeah. Instagram, um, it's Alpha Workspace, A-L-F-A, Workspace is all together. Honestly, look through the people I follow, and I follow different alkaline pages, um, people that have their own farms, that are in whole different, like Ghana. There's a man that he just teaches you how to like make food out of nothing, basically, or out of the things he has in his garden. There's just so many pages I can't really highlight. So which one is that? I'm going to follow that one. Uh, I don't remember his name. Send, right. I know, send that to me. Yeah. Um, there's another one called Turn Up Vegan. He's really cool. He, he works a lot with mushrooms, and mushrooms are considered um, superfoods. Dr. Sebi highlights mushrooms a lot. Um, like, I use a lot of lion's mane, which are for your brain activity. Lion's mane are meant... They, they say you should eat my, lion's mane if you have Alzheimer's. It helps you because it's a brain thing. Mm. Um, so... Anything with mushrooms in it. Um, right. I know one fruit that they that he talked about is, is a soursop. Soursop, yeah. Yeah. Supposed to, supposedly helps with cancer yeah. or uh, helps avoid cancer. It's yeah. a great tasting fruit too. Yeah. It's fire. Or I would say um, research how to because we live in we don't live in a tropical area, so we don't have tropical foods here. Hmm. Um, you can always buy food. You can have it delivered here so that we can. I mean, technically, you're not supposed to eat out of season. We have specific foods that we're meant to eat during the fall season and winter season, especially when it's cold in, the, in these in these areas. Um, I can't give you specific names right now, but I'll say like probably ordering food outside of this area, like Johnson City, can help you get different types of foods in general because we're very limited in the stores as well. The, the things that they have, the grocery stores are just almost like meant to only be minimal because there's so many fruits and vegetables that vegetables that don't don't that are not in our stores that exist out there that have been nourishing. So. Hmm. You getting excited about going plant based, Jay? I'm intrigued. <laughs> I'm, I'm very intrigued. That's actually. the point. I mean, that's the point. That's the point. And that's what the podcast is yes. for—to kind of open a can of worms, just kind of give people a glimpse of what could be. Yes. What yeah, they're missing out on. That's but, what I like to talk about. It's more educating people. Like, I don't like to just feed. I don't like to just feed people. I really don't. Yeah. I like to talk to you about it. It made her sick to give you that food, Craig. No, because we had a conversation. We kind of have a different... Yeah, we vibe. Yeah. But I think for me it's so... Did it make you sick? No. I'm just joking. He's like, he's going to eat this. She's like going to pair it with some ribs. She was mad as heck when she was making this. No, I definitely... I cook with love. I really do. Like, if I'm in a bad mood, I do not cook. Because like I said, that goes into the food. It'll burn it. And I don't... No, not burn Like. The, that food will, yeah. like, I don't know if you, like, back in the day, my mom used to cook for my dad, and I feel she would cook mad at him. <laughs> you'll just feel mad after, and everybody yeah. would just be mad in the house. Can't even enjoy the meal. <laughs> Everybody's just mad. Because, it, again, if you're cooking in an angry, like, way, like, I, right. I believe it, it travels to the food. But 
I, I mean, I believe in energy. I believe in, yeah, chakras and energy. Yes. Yeah, that's real, man. Yeah. So, so you're intrigued. I mean, I've always been intrigued. And but what, what, what about you, A? No, I, I love it. I, I uh, you know, I, it's easy for me to say that I wanted to do this, but it's just so overwhelming. The information, like to hear you speak. I mean, you are. I mean, you're at the source. Well, not at the source. You're, you're almanac of all the <laughs> different things that you have to do to. But I guess it's been a journey for you, right? Just like barbering, just like us starting to cut hair. When we first started cutting hair, it's like. What is, what is all this stuff? Like, how do you do these things? But I guess when you just start here and there and, and like, that's kind of like was my, my biggest question was like, if I was to, but get into the book, right? Is the, is that the, the book? is that the book? Yeah. So I have a book yeah. called Trust Your Gut, an alkaline and Ayurveda compilation cookbook. Okay. It's here. I, I got the cookbook too. He has the cookbook. <laughs> um, it's for me, I tell people it's not just a recipe book. It's a guideline. Oh, it's, it's, it, I don't write, I don't really write anything and it. it's really just recipes. Um, because for me is, this is a guideline. I'm not, I'm not trying to convert you. That's right. your journey. I, I like what I do. I love what I eat. Um, if you're interested, this is kind of a way to start it. Um, again, I go based on three philosophies, um, alkaline, which is Dr. Sebi, um, um, Alkaline and um, raw food, which would be Dr. Arisatam and Ayurveda, which is Ayurveda science, which is the sister science of yoga, which is Hinduism. Mm -hmm. So it's a whole different thing, a whole different philosophy. So it's based on three different philosophies that I think make sense to me. And I've kind of merged so them together. So break down the three of them. So alkaline, break that down. So alkal alkalinity <laughs> is that this is Dr. Sebi's philosophy. Um, bless the soul. I'm such a smart man. Um, but he believed in the pH level of your body. So P alkalinity will be anything above seven on the, the scale is considered alkaline. Anything below that, he believed that it, it can or could create some sort of disease in your body because you're acidic. That's why coffee is very acidic. Things, certain things are very acidic. And then if you have too much acid in your body, then he believed that Produce mucus. It could produce mucus, um, which harbors disease. It, it just, it just, a, yeah, it just kind of like, like creates a disease of some sort. So that's Doctor Savvy's. It, it's like a breeding ground for create for sickness. Yes. I remember. My, I remember this thing about my dad. My dad was really bad. When my dad got sick. He would always hawk loogies, mm -hmm. but he. I remember him always saying that that's the sickness in your body getting that mucus out and then when dr cb said that when i heard that mm -hmm. like it it rang bells in my head because i was like i remember my dad saying all the time like that's where the sickness was mm -hmm. which was and then i then i heard his teachings and i was like and that's one thing that really interests me in it to begin with so. but like even like when you eat clean right not a true story um I, I fasted for like seven days um ate real clean after that for like about a month and all my my, my joint pains was gone I believe that. <laughs> like, That's the thing too. People feel like my elbow, my my, they can ankle, my knees was just feeling good. Yeah, like people think that going again. I started in 2016. The first month was really, really hard because again, your body was my body was used to certain types of eating, and it's almost like my body was in shock. And then I had to relearn how to cook, basically, which is kind of like a baby. Like that's what mm. I tell people. If you're trying to go on this journey of alkalinity or trying to do raw vegan like Dr. Aris does or the Ayurveda way, I guess, you have to treat your body as like if you were a newborn, meaning mm -hmm. you have to introduce certain food. First, you got to flush it out, meaning you got to detox. That's why the whole bowel movement stuff is important. Um, fasting to detox is important. Juice fastings are important um, because I feel like you can 
flush yourself out first. It doesn't mean you're gonna be skinny, but it just means you're flushing all this toxic. Why are you looking at me, man? <laughs> <laughs> right because uh, you're also interested. No, I am. I am, and I, 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 you know, it's been a journey. I mean, I probably lost like eighty pounds. I'm, just, I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. We make eye contact and everything. I'm just saying, but no, no, I, I do appreciate it, and I'm genuinely because I mean, I exercise, I fast, like I fast multiple day fast, like I fast. Like I'm intermittent fast. It's a journey. And I've I've been fasting before any speaking engagements I have. I've had a a ton of speaking engagements and I feel like my mind's just sharper. So like it's it's definitely something that I need to prioritize. And unfortunately, especially in African Americans, Mm. uh, meat ingestion, it's just not good for us. Like we just it just doesn't it doesn't rock with our bodies. I would say hip hop wise, um, Prodigy, I believe, talks about that exactly how black people um, are not meant to eat me specifically. Mm. This is hip hop. Y'all like hip hop? Go, go listen. I would say I listen, like country. Listen to people <laughs> that you connect with culturally, maybe like Dr. Sebi, black, whatever. Like I just con- I like I love that he's from Honduras because I connected to that, you know. Yep. But to um, finish what I was saying, um, detoxing the body and then reintroducing foods, meaning eliminating fried foods for sure. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> chicken but eliminating you can start slow just kind of like a baby when you when you give baby food when they start eating you give them like let's say sweet potato in the beginning like for the full for the full week to no, see how they react to it no more chitlins jordan i don't even know what that is pig intestines oh no <laughs> i knew you would like i hate it i hate it chitlins i've never had chitlins my dad used to get them all the time <laughs> he said <laughs> so so like you think that like Eating something consistently for a little bit to see how your body reacts to it is it's a good way to start. Yeah, for sure. And then um, starchy foods again. Another doctor. Um, I'm sorry, um, Adi, not him, the other one. Um, doctor Sabi, he believed in starchy foods, so no potato, no rice, all that has starch, which creates mucus, mm. which is what causes what he believed was diseases. Mm. So these are little things that I believe in. I really do believe in it. I haven't seen what he said. Um... This was my favorite fruits, pineapples. See, don't man-made, pi- yeah, probably. <laughs> it's like what? Sweet potatoes, sweet potatoes man-made. are man-made. You know, bananas. The bananas in the stores are man. They're they're huge. I mean, think about it. Like anything even the tomatoes with, without seeds, yeah. Anything without seeds are probably been modified. No tomato. No no, no, um, no pineapples. Certain. I mean, again, this is your own journey. You got you kind of <laughs> go through the rabbit hole if you want to. But I also felt that way, like very limited. But in the book also I put like, which is a mix of um, Dr. Sebi's nutritional list mm-hmm. plus some Ayurveda stuff um, that I put in the cookbook just to give you a guideline of what to go buy at the stores. And certain things are not locally, um, like Lion's Mane is not locally. You can grow your own Lion's Mane. That's another thing. You can like save money and then grow it at your house. They sell it across the street right here. The Earth Fair, but yeah. they're small. They're yeah. very expensive. I wouldn't. I don't buy Okay. <laughs> You're not ripping Earth Fair. No? You said limes? Lion's mane. Oh, lion's mane. It's a mushroom. What about sea moss? I know that's a popular. Oh, sea moss. Yes, I love sea moss. Um, I personally haven't had sea moss in a while. I used to buy it from certain websites online, um, which is a sea weed. Let's say it comes from the sea. There's artificial ones that are part apparently pole grown and they do they look different they they just have like this crystallization going on which means that they're not originally cb wouldn't rock with that (laughs) but you see um there's just it's kind of hard because CMOS became so popular Mm -hmm. so a lot of people just make it or buy it or do it in like pills or something 
And sometimes you don't even know if you're getting the, the correct thing. No. I, I mean, I do know. Like, I do. I know. But, <laughs> um, I mean, again, there's information online. Um, I can't tell you specifically where, but definitely do your research. There's so much information out here. Um, but CMOS has 92 minerals out of 102. And this gives you a lot of energy. Like, if you took a spoonful of just plain CMOS in the beginning of the day, you have natural energy. And it's crazy how much energy you really have. So, in a sense, you could typically just fast just with some CMOS pills. That's what I Not think. pills. No, no, not no, pills. This, I'm saying like that's, like that's real it's stuff. Kinda hard to buy, it's kind of hard to buy CMOS right now because a lot of people have whole grown it. Mm -hmm. So, if it's in a pill form for me or powder, I wouldn't trust it. Like, I personally wouldn't trust it because I don't know where it's really coming from. Mm -hmm. Well, they, they, the girl that was on T, I think it was TLC, she, oh, went, she went to Dr. CB to get her treated and he made her fast. I think uh, like thirty some. It was it was a long time. It was longer than I ever imagined. You know, like biblical Jesus time, like Jesus fast. And he and she, they asked her. She did an interview and she said that she had been taking sea moss. That was the only thing that she had consumed mm. in during when during her fast time. And it's supposed to cover a wide variety of the minerals that you, your body needs to survive every day. That's yeah. big. Wow. It's, it's been a, it has, this has been an enlightening. This is fun. What, what do you think, Jay? It's crazy. It's over. I feel like, uh, if you say it's crazy one more time, it is crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, and I feel like the information, like like Emma said, I feel like it'd be overwhelming. Like trying to figure out. That's that's always been my problem. I'm like, what do I need to buy? I just don't know what I need to buy. And I just, yeah, I, I was thinking about. It. I was like, I might actually buy that. <laughs> I might actually buy I'll that. I'll sign but. it for you. Okay. Okay. No, but it's it's. I mean, it's a guideline. Like you know how many? It took me three years to write. This. Like I've been sitting on recipes for three years, and I finally was like, why am I sitting on this? Let me bank. Not bank on it, but like let me put it out there. Now get you some bread. Now get, get you some bread. <laughs> but it was again. So all those recipes are your original recipes that you created. Yeah. So I mean, of course, I got inspired from different recipes, mm -hmm. different like probably other chefs. Um. Things that Dr. Saibi talks about, Aris Latam, <laughs> Aris Latam, excuse me. Um, it's, a, it's inspired by so many things. Right. I can't tell you where I got the idea from. You know, like certain things I probably did create, certain things I was inspired from other recipes. Um, but it's, again, you're scared. It's okay. I understand. Said, I'm with you. <laughs> I support you. But um, <laughs> it is a scary, overwhelming thing to do because we're conditioned to believe we, we are meant to eat a certain way, especially in this particular town. So if you were given some advice and for someone who is really just not adequate or have information and they say they want to start tomorrow, they want to go to the grocery store, what are some basic things that they can start with? Mushrooms. Mushrooms, um, coconut water, legit coconut water, not something that has more than coconut water. It's just literally coconut mm -hmm. water. Um, I eat a lot of, I love onions. I don't know why. Um, kale, ooh, kale has, is big on iron, so you can do that. Proteins would be um, hemp seeds. Could be, I make, I put hemp seeds on like my spelt flakes that I made, mm. like oatmeal version of it. Hemp seeds has protein. A um, hemp seed, okay. Hemp seeds, excuse me. What yes, hemp seeds. Like? Cannabis. No. Uh, what are we no. talking about? It, oh, okay. So these, I'm sorry. At the store, they yeah. sell seeds called mm -hmm. hemp seeds. Um, I don't know exactly where they. I mean, they come from the plant, obviously, but I don't know why they're at the store. Okay. And hemp was illegal for a while back in like it got it was illegal. It was illegalized back in like late 60s or something because it you can make a lot of things with hemp, but they felt like it was too profitable and they should kind of like eliminate banned it or something. Yeah. But hemp seeds has protein, kale has iron, 
mushrooms, superfoods, um, fruits, definitely stick with for some fruits, fruits that have seeds, watermelon, has, there's some seeded watermelons out, mm -hmm. um, mangoes, sadly, the ones here are not the same from like a tropical place, but. And, and then a lot of people think too, Wendy, when they have like plant-based and vegan food, they think it's really expensive. It's not. If you're smart, you're, it's not. I would say it's a, again, it's a journey. You have to kind of like, I shop at different places because mm -hmm. I already know where to go get specific things. Um, it's expensive only if you're buying the vegan labeled stuff right? because they are expensive. Okay. Last, last, I know we asked you like a bunch of different foods. Okay. Last one, olive oil. I love olive oil. I cook with everything. So there's, there's a list of oils that, so if you're cooking with them, it loses in your, their nutritional value. Olive oil is one of them. Olive oil is meant to be not cooked and may, meaning more like, like a, a dressing. Yeah. Kind of Mediterranean. But there's, kind a of whole, but there's a whole thing with oils in general. Like seed oils are, they say, bad for us. We're not meant to be consuming oils. There's so many things. It's like a whole, it's a bunch of stuff. It's stuff we don't know. <laughs> that even to me, it's, it's, it's like, damn, I can't, eat. I shouldn't eat this too. But oils, I'll, what I use right now has been avocado oil. It's high in fat, I guess. Um, and when you heat it, it doesn't lose a nutrition, its, its nutritional value. Like coconut oil, it use, loses its nutritional value as well. So I would say avocado oil. Um, if you're cooking, or like if you're still frying stuff, you can. I use avocado. I'll say about putting kale, mushrooms, onions, some tomatoes. No, nah, no, nah, just kale. Like cooking the kale, mushroom, onions together, making like a salad almost, and then put it on like cauliflower rice was like my idea you that's what i was sitting lime. here thinking uh, i what i do is just lime sometimes salt lime that's it so what's yeah. the substitute for like salad most people like salad dressing what's the substitute that they can just put on some salad oh, as lime. A replacement salad? lime okay lime salt um hemp seeds just gives it a little texture here and there and what about um was it chia seeds chia seeds I, I don't use so again these certain things that i don't use just because they're not based on these philosophies that okay. I believe in. So what is chia seeds? I, oh, like I, I don't know. I don't remember. I, I used to eat it. I used to do chia pudding, um, mm -hmm. but I don't anymore. I can't give you the information okay. for that. Sorry. That's cool, man. I mean, the podcast was enlightening. What, what, do, you think of, what do you think of the podcast, Jay? Um, it definitely makes me want to go try, mm -hmm. for sure. For at least try. I mean, but I'm, I'm definitely thinking, of, I think I want to buy that book. Oh, thank you. It's so, because I'm, I'm curious. It, I mean, it, it's a thought-provoking thing to consider eating a different way mm -hmm. that we're used to in general. Um, I mean, take your time, I'll say. Don't rush into it. If you're overwhelmed, take a step back and analyze why you're overwhelmed. Definitely, I would say journal, too. Like, just write down, like, your journey through the food. And that sounds corny, but these are your thoughts. It's like your brain is going to play with your stomach. You know, like you're going to get confused and like, I don't want to do this. Why am I doing this? Is this really even worth it? But it's a journey. It's like a process, kind of like learning how to walk or even when you're planting food on the floor, you don't see the results right away. It's a mm -hmm. seed and you're planting a seed and you have to let it, you have to water it and let it grow and give it time. So I would say just take your time. So, so again, where, where can they find this book? Um, this is through Amazon. Mm -hmm. um, and the title again? And the title is Trust Your Gut, an Alkaline and Ayurveda Compilation Book. It's on Amazon. Um, you can, there's, uh, through my Instagram, Alpha Workspace, which is A-L-F-A, -L -L -A, spelled A-L-F-A -A for a reason. It's, it's meant to be a love for animals. 
Mm-hmm. Um, also based on my son's generation, they're considered the alpha generation. The whole purpose of the name of it is to kind of leave that for my kids' generation, the knowledge, the education on how to eat better, let's say, especially with the world changing. Um, so through Alpha Workspace, the Instagram page, there's a link tree, which has the link to the Amazon page for the book, um, link to the website, um, and just other stuff that I don't remember. Right now, so. And it's it, how easy it is to read and how many pages? Um, it's honest. Let me see. Let's, let's look at it. Um, it's about 125 pages. The beginning is really just an introduction, like maybe 10 pages worth of some light reading, honestly. <clears throat> Excuse me. And the rest is just recipes. Mm-hmm. And there's little pro tips in there, here and there and stuff. So. Yep, yep. And then you also started this new series, Baking Cakes. Where, how can people reach you with these cakes and how, how do you do it? Just like to order, made to order and yeah, so like with, two weeks in advance, a month. Yeah. So with cakes, that was my first passion. I learned that I wanted to be a cake artist back in my junior year in high school. Um, and that was what I went to school for. And it, they're not alkaline Ayurveda like that. They're, they're are vegan. Meaning, because again, I believe that it's still a sweet it's for one occasion type of thing. They're not like super health, the healthiest, but it's still a vegan option that we don't have in this area. Um, right now, I'm taking orders, which you can email me, which is info.alphaworkspace at gmail.com, um, where you would have to let me know at least a week or two in advance. There's a 50% deposit you have to give me, I'll pay in full before you receive the cake. That's kind of what I'm doing now. I love making cakes. I think decorating them is amazing. Um, and I like keeping them very simple and elegant looking. And it's just, you know, just my style right now. What are some of the flavors you've made in the past? Um, my first cake was a lavender la- lavender lemon cake. It's delicious lavender seeds. I know Craig here loves my pistachio cake, apparently, <laughs> that he's going to try soon. Um, and then I make a chocolate blackberry cake, um, carrot cake. People love carrot cake. So yep. there's an almond hibiscus flavored cake that I make as well. Hibiscus? Yes. Ooh. So there's a bunch of... I, I would like to say I'm very creative. Right. And through his through my time of doing all of this, I've kind of developed different flavor combinations and stuff like that. So what does that make you feel like am I handing out these flavors of cakes? I, I mean, I, I can't have it till my birthday. So like I <laughs> no point in me getting excited. But they sound dope. They sound amazing. Yeah, we can get one together since our birthday's on the same day. That's true. I forgot about that. We yeah. get Jaden. Yeah, yeah. We can celebrate this podcast episode. Okay. With one of birthday, your birthday podcast, birthday. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> when was the first episode? 2020 in the summer. Need a month. It was during COVID. Whatever you say, bitch is going to text you with a correction. (laughs) (laughs) That's the engineer. Shout out to Mitch. Shout out to Mitch, our guy from Maypop Me. If you want to get on a podcast, if you want to start a podcast, hit my guy Mitch up. He's the man on the ones and twos that make it happen. The host with the most. So what you think about this podcast today, Miss Wendy? I'm not nervous anymore. (laughs) It took a minute though. We got it back. I feel like because it's a legitimate passion and it's inside of me the Uh knowledge is is that they say um be ready or be ready to stay ready or something that like just always be ready i think internally i'm just ready but uh, yeah i'm always nervous but i'm always ready that's good good. not nervous you're not ready yeah exactly those are like good nervousness so what do you you like about it what did you learn about what did you learn about yourself something new about myself that i i know what i'm talking about (laughs) i've been doing it for so long and it's not to sound arrogant or have an ego it's more like 
I, it's a passion. It's a passion. It's a desire that's burning inside. Yes, it's a desire to educate, specifically black communities, Hispanics, because that's those are my people. Right. You know, and because we can alter the way that we eat, which can give us a longer life, which then we can really live our life at people in their 50s, 60s. They want to now start eating clean because they feel like they messed up, basically. Right. But you don't have to go. I don't. I'm not going through that. I will be healthy at 50, 60. And that's the point for a lot of barbers, too. A lot of times, barbers, we just don't eat clean. We just eat on the go and eat fast. So the podcast is just kind of shed light on some things that you can do to help yourself on that journey to better health, better nutrition, better rest, um, better, more energy, um, clarity of the mind. Um, so many other things that we go through on a daily basis. Um, because I, a lot of times, people don't realize that the food that we eat directly affects your mood, your your mindset, the, the whole vibe about you. And if we can get that on track and, and taper that in, it can help you accomplish your goals and help you get where you need to go. That's what I think. What, you, what y'all bros think over there? That's crazy. That's what I heard George was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I mean, when, you, when, when y'all squaring up and putting your fingers in the sand, I mean, you playing baseball, I mean, I think one who eat the cleanest will win. I don't think it don't matter what he eats. He's not going to eat. But uh, I mean, I, I just here recently I've been I haven't been feeling like really great because I know it's what I've been eating. The barbecue spot down the street. Yeah, I mean, not even that, but it's just like I know I need to change. I've been because I've been thinking about all I need to change my the way I eat because I know that's what it's affecting me, and uh, I feel like I'm losing my energy. I mean, I'm still you know obviously doing my thing, but you know I could be better. Yes. These are these are some of my favorite episodes because it's a nice change of pace for what we do. And to have an expert on here also makes it awesome because, you know, you really, like you said, you sense the passion and you're very knowledgeable. So thank you for coming. Thank you. I, I was looking forward to it um, from the first time we spoke. I was like, Wendy, I got to get you on this podcast. I know you probably thought I was joking, but I was like, we need that change of pace, like Emma said, because we try to diversify our topics to give people a change of pace because we just can't, and still bring around related to barbering because that's what we did today. But I think it's important to bring people from different backgrounds, culturally, um, emotionally, just on a, on a different level to kind of give our listeners out there something different because a lot of times we have issues that all of us are going through and we don't know where to go to. And I hope that uh, listeners, listeners out there can come to our podcast and find something that could help them fulfill their day and help them be a better barber, a better person, a better human being. And that's what it's all about for me. Again, Barbercar Success. Check us out. Bristol, Virginia. Johnson City, Tennessee. That's where we at. Crown Cuts. Stand up. Earn the crown, baby. Peace.